If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Hey, everybody. If you're a really good listener to the show, or at least someone who's been listening for the past few months, you might remember episode 785. It was an interview with four different local rappers talking about this year's Future of Music competition, which is a five-month-long showcase of up-and-coming local talent held at the limelight. That episode, 785, was sort of an introduction to the competition, as well as interviews with three of the artists participating. And the next round of the event is taking place on June 29th at the limelight, And so for this episode, I've got interviews with four of this round's competitors, talking about who they are, introducing themselves to hopefully newer audiences, and you can hear a song, and all that fun stuff. So I'm going to start this off with a very quick clip of Ezra Man from last month, talking about the event and what it's all about. And then we'll get right into the interviews with four local artists. Thanks again. So my name is uh, Ezra Man. I am a musician. I am also the owner of uh, Creative Side Entertainment Group, which is located in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, we are actually an agency and we're very passionate into helping, you know, Canadian artists. And when I'm talking about artists, I'm not just talking about music. I'm talking about everything that is embedded in arts. So we very passionate into helping Canadian and artists to be able to uh, take that route of deciding to become what they've been dreaming of becoming and we try to do everything we can to support uh their music or their dance or their arts in different ways so um last year was our first launch of a, one of the biggest biggest events it's called the future of music and we ran that program for five months and um uh, it was a very very successful program uh the winner at the end of the idea, because the idea itself is to um, gather a financial um, uh, um, some finances for these artists to be able to invest into their craft. Okay, they can use the money to go into the studio. They can use the money to shoot the music video. They can use the money to promote their music or whatever. So basically, we put the show together. And all the money that we get, we gather together, we give it to the the artists at the end, whoever wins. So the template is like a competition template. It's like a versus. Uh, you see, like, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, battle rap, sure. how they do battle rap. Yep. Yep. So, you know, that's that's an old, old style of doing music. That's how you, usually people used to do it in hip hop industry. And now there's this new way of doing it. We don't want just somebody to be there speaking or talking 
on top of the beats about something, about somebody or start insulting people. We wanted actually to promote art instead. We want to promote their albums. So every single artist that is part of this project uh, is supposed to be to have an album and is supposed to have even an EP or very original songs because those are the songs that are going to be performed during the events. And then whoever artists that actually pleases the audience with their arts and the craft, the audience going to vote and then they move up to the next level, which is going to be final. So we are going to use the same template for this year, uh, Future of Music. My name is Odin, uh, O-D-Y-N. I'm a rapper, artist, recording artist. I'm also a producer, uh, engineer as well. Uh, yeah, I've been making music for about two to three years now. Okay. And putting out music, doing shows in Winnipeg. Uh, I'm Nigerian as well. Uh, it's been quite an experience for me so far. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to do this show with the Creative Side Entertainment. Well, how do you, how would you def- define your sound? Because I think we're in an era now where we're just saying that you, you're a rapper and that you, you, you're a hip-hop artist. There's so many sort of sub-genres and, and different directions that, that hip-hop has taken, especially in recent years. So how would you sort of define your particular sound in the overall rap umbrella? I feel like uh, I feel like everybody always says like uh, they make uh, they like to place labels on things. I feel uh, music is moving to a place where it's more genre like crossing over because we grow up with like all types of music is so accessible. It's like you can make anything now. So I feel I always like to experiment, but I would say I'm I'm very much like uh, more contemporary, like more recent stuff, like similar to like trap, but make like trap music i'm also influenced by like r&b i'm also Nigerian. i'm influenced like by afro beats and like uh stuff like that at times i think my music is always like a good vibe something you can like uh at times like easy to listen to it's like familiar but like interesting it's like slightly different and i feel like you know i always try to bring like a unique take on things an authentic take on whatever i'm doing and yeah i feel like it shows so really go listen to it and find out but yeah to say like yeah well, I, I think it's interesting what you said too about how kind of um, genres are, are are mixing together and all that, and people's influences are coming from all over the place. Because you're right, you're we're in an era now where all music from all countries and all styles is all just sort of available at the click of a button, so people can get influenced by a lot of things that you know 15, 20 years ago wouldn't have been an option because it's just it's all there right now, right, right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like uh, I'm, uh, I think even like for me, like I'm from, yeah, in my generation for sure. Like we had all types of stuff like everywhere, man. Like I remember when I was like a little kid, like in Nigeria, man. Like I grew up really hearing like hip hop from all over. I started listening to like I listened to like UK rap and grime as well. I listened to like all types of things that that I wouldn't have been exposed to if it was like twenty years, like ten years back. You know? So. Yeah, I feel like it reflects in the kind of like creativity that you have with your music as well, because your music inspires me like to create differently and to like, you know, like like now my influences are like from all over the place. I feel like you know I have, uh, yeah, all kinds of influences. So yeah, the music comes out like that's what makes it original. I feel, you know, I try to just yeah keep it original. Cool, cool. And, uh, you know, you mentioned that, you, that you're from Nigeria. There seems to be a lot of people in Winnipeg, especially uh, 
doing music from Nigeria. Like there's, ton, there's every day I hear about new ones, uh, new people. For, either they're from Nigeria directly or they have Nigerian background, and it seems like there's a whole kind of um, segment of the the local music scene that is is people coming from Nigeria. What what is it about that community that is so musical? Like uh, it's 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 cool to see. Yeah, that's that's true. I feel like for one, there's just many of us. Like it's a movement, you know. And I feel like as a people, Nigerians, we're very like. I feel we're either like very hardworking, outgoing, or it's like we're just we always like put ourselves out there. So in a creative space, that's what thrives. That's what's like, you know, we know we have like we're confident in our style and our sound and our experiences, and we put that out there. It just feels like oh, it's like a Nigerian thing. It's what it eventually becomes. Uh, I've seen all types of like uh, individuals and artists. Uh, there's so many. I can't even shout out all of them. And, like, uh, shout out like Cozy, uh, ADT, uh, YSOX, uh, Odu, uh, Dean, all so many men like uh, Santa Clara. Like I've seen even like upcoming artists like, and the bigger ones too. Tommy Field, so many like I don't know, but yeah, in general, yeah. No, no, that's great. Do you feel like there's a sense of community within, uh, among all those artists? Like, do you all know each other? Are you all sort of uh, supporting each other's careers and everything uh, at shows and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, like, everybody I just mentioned, at least now, and, like, even others that I haven't mentioned, is, like, the people that I've either, like, met in person, like, as people, it's, it's all mutual respect for the most part, man. Like, I try to be cool with everyone. I feel like that's your job, like, as an artist, if you're networking, like, just meet people. And I feel... Music is a strong thing that brings people together. So not just for like fans and people listening, like for the artists as well, you know, like that's a very powerful thing. So we are, everybody kind of like knows most or, or everybody else as well. You know, it's just like, you might not know if you don't know all these people as well. Like you don't know how they are. Some people might be close if you were work together. Or, yeah. Right. With this uh, this show, this future music show, uh, what does it mean to you to sort of be on part of this and be get your music introduced to to hopefully a wider audience and maybe uh, a different audience that 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 is interested in the kind of stuff you do but hasn't heard you yet? Yeah, I feel like it's a it's a good chance for me for sure to get out there. I'm always excited to do new things and work with new people and like yeah, uh, just like see where I can really take this music thing. So I'm always grateful for a platform. And also I I just love like performing man. I just like the chance to like feel that energy with people and yeah. So I it's a feels like a good opportunity and I'm looking forward to it. I got some big plans with it as well. Cool. Yeah. Well, and for people who are unfamiliar with your stuff, what's the best way to find your music uh, at this point? I mean, we're in an era where people listen to music in so many different ways. And uh, do you sort of have a somewhere that would go, you would suggest people check out online, whether it's you know through your social media or, or through streaming services to find your music? Yeah, I, I put out my music everywhere I can. So my music is on like all the DSPs. Uh, so like I, I'd say like Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, like whatever you want. Like, shout out, I, I think I'm mostly on spotify is probably the quickest way you find me the most popular one i guess and uh like socials like i'm on i'm on everything man like i see everything i'm not like yeah i'm, I'm on everything i guess like ig like uh yeah uh, my ig is uh, odin versus the world that's the handle and my username on all of my social media all my music is ody and odin like that's just it so yeah you can find me anywhere it's pretty easy
daddy cause these niggas boring Acting like they got some money, swear they really young but I know they on nothing I'm putting off on my people, I'm trying to be different, turn nothing to something PTSD from the shows that I did where they start shooting up at the function How to tell shorty I'm leaving but you Feel me, cause I never cap for the song. Yeah. I never been one to brag about shit that I did, it was ages ago. And I ain't been shit when compared to where I wanna be, I'm like 20 years old. Just know that I never fold. How to tell Shorty I'm leaving, but you can stay with me. I gotta get going, but you can stay with me. How to tell Shorty I'm leaving, but you can stay with me. I gotta get going, but you since I was a kid as long as I can remember and it's just what I love to do and um, it's, it's basically it just all I do is just for the love and passion of music and how do you define the kind of stuff you do because I, I know again with, with this event I mean there's there's lots of people who uh, are kind of encompassing different different elements of hip-hop it's not only hip-hop people are bringing in different influences from right. different areas but where would you sort of say you fit within the uh, um to be super to be super general i would just say pop but like with music there's so many genres and subgenres, right so like you could call it indie pop alternative pop you know um but i like making all types of music so i make you know rap hip-hop uh pop music like more alternative stuff just kind of a wide variety but most of the stuff that i post on spotify and apple is like pop music Okay. Do you have a background doing that kind of stuff? I mean, I see just seeing all the guitars in the background and looking at some of your stuff on Instagram, you're, you're playing <laughs> yeah. a lot of those too. Like what's your sort of yeah. musical background? So my family is like super musical. My dad 
actually plays in a band still, but he's been playing in a band since I was a kid. So I grew up watching him play shows and he's kind of the lead man. So he plays guitar and sings. And uh, I guess I always kind of wanted to be a bit like the rock star that he is. Um, so I grew up around music and uh, just kind of self-taught. Um, taught myself guitar, piano, drums, bass. And then eventually I learned how to sing and record myself. And I just kind of fell in love with the process. Well, and I guess having all that, I imagine you had a lot of that gear at home anyway, right? To, to sort of yeah. pick up those instruments and, and learn them. And... Oh, yeah. So that's the yeah, health So just having it all w enabled me to uh, to do all the things that I do, um, which I'm really blessed with. Yeah, yeah. Well, and okay. So I mean, as someone who who is doing, um, like you said, there's a lot of genres that sort of encompass what you do, but pop is sort of the main driving uh, force there. You're participating in this future music event, and a lot of the people who are involved are are doing strictly hip hop. I mean, there's there's different uh, aspects of different sounds that come into there, but I mean, I think you're probably more pop than a lot of the other artists who are participating in this. So, what does it mean to you to be involved in this and sort of potentially introducing your sounds to a, a different audience than than maybe you've you're already receiving? I think it's cool. Um, honestly, I think that rap and hip hop has become sort of what pop was 10 years ago, the mainstream uh, genre of music. So I think I think deep down everyone has a, a love and appreciation for pop music because it's what we grew up on. It's, it's still kind of what we hear on the radio. Um, so I think that it's kind of interesting that I'll be the only one making more poppy kind of uh, music. And I think that uh, maybe I'll be like set apart from the others. And uh, I don't know, I just hope people like it. Does having that um, sort of those different influences uh, you know, like you said, I mean, you're, you're playing a lot of pop stuff, you, but you have hip-hop influences. You, you, those things come in and other genres as well. Does that give you more sort of versatility when it comes to playing shows? Like, I'm not sure how, how active you've been playing shows uh, to date, but, I mean, are you able to sort of fit in a lot of different bills and a lot of different uh, shows because you have those that versatility? Yeah, like, I would say that being able to play instruments and perform in that sense brings a, a completely different vibe to a live show um i've played a couple shows now like nothing crazy but my last one the first couple was just kind of singing over backing track which seems to be kind of the norm nowadays and uh i found it to be just a, just missing something that gives that live show the uh excitement of being a live show right? totally and, uh, so i brought my acoustic guitar out and i brought an electric drum kit and i actually pulled someone from the crowd to play drums with me over just a couple cover songs and I found that to be just so fun and uh, the crowd was super engaged because they knew the songs too right so kind of like that um, you know guitar around the bonfire everyone singing along kind of vibe yeah um, definitely brought a different aspect to the live show so that's one example for sure and then if people are hearing about you for the first time here, I mean, hopefully they'll see you at the show, but what's the best way to, to find your music nowadays and to find out what you're up to as far as, um, you know, potential upcoming live shows and things like that? Um, probably just Instagram. I post on Instagram. I try to, at least. I'm not great with the whole social media posting every day thing, but, uh, oh, that's my lighting. <laughs> um, I post on Instagram as much as I can. So everything that 
fans need to find is on there. Uh, I try to post on TikTok as well. And uh, all my music's on Spotify and Apple, all the platforms. So, Did I see correctly that you have a Christmas album as well? I do. <laughs> Want to just tell me a bit about that? Because that, that's kind of unusual. I mean, you know, there's lots of Christmas albums out there, but it's usually, uh, you know, um, something that you don't expect young people to be making. Right. I don't know. I don't know what you can say other than I just, I love Christmas and uh, I love music. So one day I I heard this Christmas beat while I was looking for some beats online and uh, I was like, oh, that's so cool. And like, nobody's making Christmas music. So I I made one and it was like so fun that I just kind of was like, I'm going to make a like a little five piece uh, EP for Christmas and try to do it again this year. It's actually like very challenging because <laughs> you, you just kind of like when you're writing, you're like, oh, it's all been said and done. How am I going to say this differently? Right. But it was a lot of fun. And uh, I actually have gotten into like sync license licensing, like um, like sending my music off to be in movies and TV shows, cool. stuff like that. And there's actually a large demand for Christmas music in kind of like Hallmark movies, stuff like that, right? So it's actually kind of a gold mine. So That's awesome. Yeah, cool. I guess there's so many of those movies that just like made for TV or direct to streaming or whatever that, that yeah. get made every year. So that's, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, and the thing about Christmas music too is that it's like every single year they come back into style, right? So... general aka badman general i make music i'm an afrobeat uh influenced artist so i literally uh use afrobeats to mix into different genres like dancehall drill i'm on piano different couple other stuff how long have you been doing this how long have you been performing i've been performing for a year now so by may 13th to be here okay So that's, I mean, I think like a lot of people participating in this, in these events, uh, you're fairly new uh, as an artist. What has your experience been like so far in the local music scene? Um, you know, getting yourself started, getting your name out there and, and things like that. 
It's really interesting, actually. Uh, when I going out to perform at first is really like actually scary, you know, being on stage looking at like a lot of people you don't know yeah. and trying to convince them your music is good. But like after a while, you get used to it, and then you find the people who actually vibe with you in the crowd, and you start vibing with them. You meet people after the show. You meet a lot of artists, and there are a couple of great artists in the city, by the way. For sure, yeah, yeah. So, um. Did you find it fairly easy to, I mean, once you got over that sort of initial um, stage fright kind of thing, you know, the, the fear yeah. of being up there, uh, yeah. once you, you know, started to meet people and you, you got more sort of involved in the scene, did you find it fairly easy to sort of um, do what you're doing and, and get your music out there and things like that? Yeah. So the moment I got over the stage fright, you know, and like, you know, realizing everybody was a person at the end of the day and they just want to have fun, you know, um, it became easy to push my music. It became easy to relate with everybody, to be honest. And the city is really welcoming, if you know, you know, the people to talk to because like, you know, Izoman put everybody put everybody on. Like you said, some of the people in the show are people like I've met at different events and stuff like that. You know, everybody really just wants to like, you know, have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone wants to get out there and share what they're doing too, right? So yep. do you, um, you know, obviously a lot of the people participating in the show, most of them fit under the hip hop umbrella in some way. Like you said, uh, you know, right from the outset, you're blending a lot of Afrobeat sounds in there. Uh, do you sort of feel like you have found a place where you fit within the larger Winnipeg hip hop community now that you've kind of uh, established yourself a bit more? Yeah, I actually believe I have because like uh, most of my friends are drill rappers, uh, Latino rappers and stuff like that. None of them are the regular artists, but like they found a way to merge it in and like, once I met them and I realized how they did it, it became easier for me too because like I know how to speak English, but at the same time I also have my dialect as well. Um, not knowing how to speak it as much, but more like the you know the broken English parts. So I incorporate that into like the lyrics, right? But then knowing that not every audience can understand what I say, I find a way to make it sound Afro, but still English words. And then when okay. I'm singing in my own language, I also like still make it sound like the music we hear here, but still in my language type of stuff. So you're taking elements from both cultures and and mixing them together. What has what has the response been uh, from people who maybe aren't from the same cultural background as you and maybe don't understand uh, language-wise? Has it been a pretty positive uh, reception? Oh, it, it really has. Um, so, like, uh, me and my friends opened for Afro-Man last year, um, October, I believe, and uh, we came on stage, you know, and uh, we introduced ourselves. We started singing. We had this drill song that we int- introduced some elements of, like, dancehall, um, drill and um, Latin rap into it. So like four of us performed the track and it was really, really dope. Like everybody was so lit. I, de- I have some videos on my Instagram about it and stuff, but you can definitely check that out. It was really, really amazing. So like, yeah, it, it really works out. People like like that stuff. So I guess we should definitely be doing more of it. Well, do you think there's an appetite uh, here in the city for people who, who want to hear sort of um, those blended genres, not necessarily just, just drill or just dancehall or just Afrobeats? They want to hear yeah. kind of elements of a lot of different things mixed yeah, together? Yeah, they want to hear that. Like, that's, that's the thing. Hip-hop is like a blend of literally everything, right? Sure. So like, that's the, everybody just like... They didn't, at most before they were just hearing rap 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 so like they didn't even know that they wanted it's almost like an acquired taste type of stuff and then like since like last year till now we've like built up a whole ass like audience excuse my language sorry um towards the uh towards the movement we're doing right now towards the like you know the new wave of hip-hop type of stuff because yeah. like it's a, it's a new blend of like uh the stuff we're used to you know the drill rap the j cole everything like the the um let me see Kendrick Lamar, uh, Don Tolliver, we literally mix those type of music into like the stuff we make, making it sound just like the one you hear on a regular day. So yeah, there's a lot of appetite for it. Well, and it seems like, I mean, you know, 
I'm a little older, I think, than a lot of the people who are participating in this. And, you know, when I grew up, like you said, it, it was just rap rap. Like, I mean, it, it was very much just kind of like in the 90s and early 2000s, it was straight ahead hip hop. And, and a lot of these other influences weren't part of the sound. I mean, there was a, definitely a Winnipeg sound, but it wasn't incorporating from some of these other genres. And it seems like it's become much more multicultural now. Not that it wasn't, you know, in terms of the yeah. people doing it before, but it seems mm. like it's more, people are more open to hearing those sounds from different cultures eh, 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 rather than those people having to do kind of the, the standard of what rap was supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah. So like, the, like you said before, like the music that was like, that was like most listened to before was more like one niche. But like now there's a whole lot more people like, you know, been listened to because of the internet, everybody's exposed to everything, right? So it's not just the music you grew up with anymore. It's more like, oh, there's this people oh, and this is how they sing type of stuff. You know, it's more than just the music, it's the culture. Yeah. Because you, like you said, when you were growing up, there was not this much music, but it was also because there was not this many people from different cultures around. For sure, yeah. It's great It's great to see, too. I mean, I think it goes beyond just hip-hop, too. I mean, so yeah. many other genres of music in Winnipeg and, and everywhere are getting influenced by, by stuff from all over the place, and it's really exactly. making for some cool sounds. Exactly. That's it's, it's really amazing to see, to be honest. I'm really happy to see that. Because, like, like, as an artist, you don't want to be afraid of going on the stage because people might not like your, you know, your music or this is not your audience. But, like, that's not what we worry about anymore. It's more about whether the people there want to vibe or not because, like... We know that the moment we come on stage, the songs are already that good type of stuff because it it's exactly what they liked hearing before. Yeah. It's just something new introduced into it. Right, and you, you don't have to worry about them not being your audience because you can make them your audience because they're sort exactly. of primed for hearing different sounds. Exactly, exactly. You you like I don't even have to explain why. <laughs> I appreciate the fact that you're, you, you, you understand. Perfect. What What is this uh, this opportunity to be part of these uh, this event? mean to you as an artist i mean again you're fairly new still you're, you're you've been doing this for about a year what is having this chance uh to to perform um at these at this future music show mean to you it means a lot to be honest because like uh when Izoman uh reached out to me on uh, regards to this event it was like i was on like i just literally have been performing for six seven months and i was like i don't know if i'm ready right i was like i'm not sure if i can actually go on the stage you know i don't know if i could bring a crowd too i didn't i wasn't sure of any of those things you know and like that's something you need to know as an sure. artist you know but like right now i'm happy because from all the way from back then it was like i was like oh, this is a really really big opportunity and like i'm not sure if i can fill into those shoes but now i can i feel confident and even happier because now that i know i can fill into it it's even like bigger to me because like it's like i can actually show my music to these people that want to listen to it yes yeah. Yeah. So if, if people are hearing about you for the first time on here, what's the best way to find more of your music or, or find out what you're up to uh, playing, you know, future shows and things like that? Uh, you can check me out on literally every platform. I'm on Instagram as badman underscore general. So badman underscore G-N-R-L. So like uh, that's my username. And on Spotify, Apple Music and every other streaming platform, you can find me as G space N-R-L. The way she did when I know if he control And the rhythm and the bounce, I stand on my toes Yeah, she go down low, fuck off foes Yeah, she's mine, I know The way she did when I know if he control And the rhythm and the bounce, I stand on my toes Yeah, she go down low, fuck off foes Yeah, she's mine, I know The right though Yeah, these people don't know me Maybe calling my name, I found me But 
If you're the buy, the way she dey wine, I know fi control. And the rhythm and the bounce, I stand on my toes. Yeah, she go down low, fuck off phones. Yeah, she's mine, I know. The way she dey wine, I know fi control. And the rhythm and the bounce, I stand on my toes. Yeah, she go down low, fuck off phones. Yeah, she's mine, I know. The right dose. I, I, no fi control. Yeah, she blew my mind. No fi control. I, I, no fi control. Yeah, she's one of. My name is St. Luther. Um, I guess the best way to describe what I do as an artist is um, I am more so a vocalist, so I'm not doing any producing or things like that. I help out you know, here and there, but I'm more so focusing on catching a vibe. Um, I make music that I really enjoy to listen to, which was a transition from what I was doing, I guess, before. Um, I made music that I thought others wanted to listen to. Um, I make music that is mostly just, I guess you could describe it as like, jazz, funk, soul, rap. Basically, I'm going in that direction for it, and I'm just trying to have like a really good time making my music, and I want that to be portrayed in what other people do. I also run a group called Section, I run with a group called Section 7, and we rent out studio time, and we're working together as a collective as well, just helping each other out, creating content, things like that. You know, So that's kind of what I do in the music aspect of things right now. Cool, cool. And so for the show that's coming up that, that you're playing at, you were sort of a last minute addition uh, to the lineup. So what what is it? Yeah. What is this like? What does this mean to you to get to get involved in something like this? That's kind of hopefully giving you exposure to a, a different audience or a wider audience. Oh, for me, look, this is a really big um, big opportunity. Um, you know, last year to this year, and uh, you know, moving forward, I've seen um, a lot of growth for myself and where things are going. So um, it's it, it's a really big opportunity. I'm really blessed for, uh, blessed to be able to be a part of it, and it's definitely. Um, giving me a lot more motivation to just keep on moving in the direction that I am and just continue to work even harder. Well, you said um, a little bit at the beginning there that you kind of are now moving into doing music that, that, that you want to hear and that you want to do rather than, you know, music for what you thought the audience was was interested in. So can you maybe expand mm-hmm. on that a little? Like, what... Um, were you just sort of doing music that, that you felt was kind of uh, the popular stuff and now you're sort of moving to more um, what your actual interests are? Um, so it's more like a full circle. Um, uh, so what you described was the set, as the first phase was really the second phase of my okay. um, my journey in music. I got into music after my mother had passed away, and my friend at the time had invited me because he was a producer to come down and start rapping and just doing that. So it became this like hobby thing that I did for fun as a way to just um, get my emotions out and just vent and kind of express myself at the time. So it was more so a coping mechanism. Um, then I started taking it more seriously. And then when I started taking it seriously, I lost myself in that, um, 
that how do I turn this into like a business and brand myself and do all that stuff. And then eventually I got so fed up with that. I just went, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to simplify this and just start over. Does it, does it feel, do you feel more genuine now, now that you're doing what you want to do? Do you feel like the songs you're writing are are, are coming across more as like a representation of who you are and and what you're, you know, what you're into? A hundred percent. I think more so for the sound specifically, it's something that I'm a lot more keen on making and listening to myself before when I used to make my music, I would never listen to myself. Now I will actually listen to one of my songs. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You want to be able to listen to your own songs, right? That's that's probably a key. Right, yeah, no, that was like the weird dynamic, right? So it's just like it, it sounds so so ob- so obvious, but like it wasn't at the time. For me. And now that I'm at that point, I'm like, okay, this is making much more sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what? Um, I guess what what's your background as far as the type of music you were into? Because like you said, you know, you, you're venturing into more kind of uh, the, the soul and funk and all these and uh, jazz and all these genres. What's your sort of background as a listener? What, what kind of music uh, were you into coming up? So growing up, my mom, um, so I was exposed to a lot of different styles of music very young, and um, I, I loved music as a child, so I always would be listening to just different things, and like like everywhere from like, I was listening to like jazz and blues as a kid, all the way to like heavy metal and rock, to like rap that my mom was giving me when I was like six, seven years old. She gave me uh, Will Smith's Free Willy, I got um, uh, Ludacris's Red Light District, I got Eminem's from Shady LP. Um, like this is when I was like very young. Um, I remember this one song my dad really liked called Mr. Wendell. Okay. I forget who it's by. It's Arrested but, Development. Um, this is like Arrested Development. Thank you. You know what it is. Oh yeah. my gosh. It's like, um, my dad showed me that song and that's the first song I ever memorized word for word. So that was like the first ever hip hop rap song that I fell in love with. And okay. then that, that since then kind of has been this cascading event of me just like exploring music and going further into just hip hop. Yeah. That one song just for some reason just hit different because me and my dad shared it. Cool, cool. Well, that's, yeah, that's always good to have that kind of connection with the song too, right? Rather than just, oh, I hear this and I like it. When you associate it with like a past event or a relationship with someone, it, it has that extra kind of level of uh, personal meaning to you, right? Yeah, and I love that song just because it, it has such a good message and like I love all the aspects of, of hip-hop especially. Like what I love in that song, I also love in like you know, some of it like Eminem when I was growing up and then Ludacris. It's just I love how the music grew and like I like having fun in the music and that's what I think I like a lot about like Ludacris and Eminem. But that song is like the root of it all where I always like to have like a solid message to a lot of the things yeah. and songs I may you know, be able to influence people in a positive way. What uh, did you have you figured out? I mean, Winnipeg has has always had uh, a strong rap scene. Even going back to the you know the the eighties, there's been rappers in Winnipeg. Oh, yeah. And you know, I I grew up in uh, you know I'm forty years old, so when I I went to rap shows in the nineties and the, two, the early two thousands and stuff, and there's always been a big scene. Now it seems it's like it's expanded even more. And there's like so I mean, an event like this happening, you know, uh, over a series of months with all these rappers and and people participating. Have you kind of found where you fit in within the local music scene? Because there's so many sort of uh, you know sub scenes and, and uh, uh, variations on, on, on hip-hop and on just music in general in mm-hmm. Winnipeg? So for myself, I would say, I'd say that's a double-edged sword of a yes and a no. I have my group of people that I work with, so my team, yeah. and that's like my Section 7, that's uh, consisting of uh, myself, my uh, Anthony, Nate Devine, uh, Tom Zodag, and uh, Tech Pro. I don't think I'm saying, and Hayes, of course, our producer Hayes as well, and I've been working with them for the past year and a bit now, so like those are my people. But I'm still figuring out my genre and my niche and like like that that audience group that I'm uh, more so in that community. I guess is the right word I'm looking for. I'm still finding my community. Okay. Uh, I guess when it comes to music, so like it, I'm taking my time and like I feel like also that my 
it's like a meeting process, you know? So it's like I'm, I'm walking towards them and they're also walking towards me. For sure, for sure. So if people are hearing about you for the first time on this show, what's the best way to find out more about what you're doing? Uh, first of all, hear your music and then find out what you have coming up as far as potential releases or shows or things down the road. I definitely follow my uh, my Instagram and my uh, my my Instagram is where I will, will give the most information and put things out that way. Um, so that's Saint uh, Saint Luther official. Um, my TikTok as well is uh, Saint Luther the Center. That's another one where I'll post a lot up on there. Um, but I'm normally staying really really active on everything along those lines where you can find what I'm doing and what I'm posting and what's coming up next. As far as hearing your music, do you, do you have any uh, songs out now people can check well, out? Well, that's on all streaming platforms. Oh, I have like, links to all that stuff, so you can find me on Apple Music, Spotify, everything like that. So if you just search up St. Luther, um, you, should, you should find me, because my name, there's not a lot of people that go by my name or anything similar. Ooh, I'm toxic. I like to talk shit. Ooh, I'm toxic. I like to talk shit. Uh, uh. I caught us my player ways. I've done this for many days. That's a box on thinking haze. Girls want to do more than gays. Some thoughts that I can't engage. But let's flip to an older page. Back when I used to call bitches women. Back when we used to be friends or something. Was a nice guy, but wasn't getting nothing. Listening like a bitch is saying something. I was shooting shots, but made no connection. Took my time and I learned my lessons. Now I treat a bitch like a gang token. Run around causing heartbreaking. Cause women are trifling. And I don't trust none of them. I know that they're using men. Not gonna be one of them. Toxic, I give the best kind of love. I like to talk shit, give a poke and then a shove. I might be a devil angel, fell from above. Call myself a thought, cause I'm the one she thinking of. It might be me, your vibe off key, but you still fucking my music. I'ma be clean, I'm on the streets, but that don't mean that I'm stupid. I'ma do me, chasing my dreams awake, but I'm still feeling low sick. You fucking with him and you fucking with me. Don't you get how that's confusing? You fuck it with a new man, bust on my bitch Cheated on him, then you lied, oh that's so rich You couldn't tell him, fuck his feelings, leave him in a ditch My lie to me too, but what can you do? Harder don't beat. No, it don't. No, it don't. Me 
street and she smelling sweet. She on her knees and I'm on my feet. When I hit from the back, she ain't discreet.